You are welcome to the Nigeria Filmmaker, a podcast about Nigerian filmmakers, their films, and how we can build a diverse and functional industry. I'm your host, Selegot. On this episode, my guest is Vanessa Ohaha. She's a fashion, beauty, and culture journalist. She has had bylines in publications such as Fashion Unfiltered, Sister Magazine, Issue 18, and Industry Africa. In this episode, we talk about what an authentic Nigerian story is, her views on art house films, and her earliest Nollywood memory. If you're a new listener, you're welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, Vanessa. You're welcome to the Niger Filmmaker. Hi, Sele. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So, yeah, can you introduce yourself? My name is Vanessa Ohaha. I am a fashion beauty and culture journalist, or at least I'm trying to be, um, <laughs> and I'm a lover of all things Nollywood, um, music, movies, fashion, like the whole nine yards, really. Okay. And um, how is your fashion journalism going? <laughs> We're trying to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean we're all trying to push man we're, we're, we're doing all that we can really i mean i have a couple pieces published um if you go on my socials you can like click the link in my bio and like it would lead you like to a few of the stuff that i've gotten published we're hoping to do more but yeah it's going all right okay that's good okay so um can you tell us about your earliest nollywood uh, memory Ooh, it might not be my earliest, but it's one of the most memorable ones that stands out. It's the weirdest. Um, I don't remember how old I was, but I know I was in my grandparents' house. My mom and I were living with my grandparents at the time yeah. in um, Koruduma, Nasarawa State, um, or people, or as it's more fondly called, One Man Village. Um, <laughs> And it was in Yedo and um, Ken, is it Kenneth Okonkwo? It is Kenneth Okonkwo, okay. So it's in Yedo and Kenneth Okonkwo in Worlds Apart. The film where they brought her from the village and then like this prince falls in love, falls in love with her. Um, <laughs> and his parents and his parents don't want him to marry like this dirty house girl that they brought to the, from, to, to the city from the village. And then he runs away. It was a lot. I think the reason why it stands out is because it was like probably one of like the few rom coms, Nollywood rom coms, that really got me in my feels. Like I'm a diehard romantic movie star, and it gave me it gave me everything that a romantic movie needed to be. Like he ran away. He was a prince, and he ran away from home. I went to go and look for her in, in her village. Yeah. And like there was a scene where he was chopping up firewood. <laughs> and then he brought her back to the city, got her like a tutor and was teaching her how to speak English so she could fool his parents and like yeah. they got married and then at the end there was like this big reveal like the girl that you thought is this fancy girl that's my wife is actually oh. that maid that you turned away. But yeah, that's like one of the strongest memories of like a Nollywood film that I had like a really young age. Okay. Do you know what year, what year that was? Ooh, it was definitely before... It was definitely before 2006. 
because <laughs> in 2006 I moved to Lagos, so it was definitely before 2000. 2000 I watched. I don't know what exactly it was, but it was definitely before 2006. Okay. And then I guess was it a thing that you now fell in love with like um, Nollywood films and you started like watching them more often and all that? So the thing about the way I grew up. Um, my mom and I lived with my grandparents for the longest time. Um, and my granddad wasn't the most like Alice watch film type person. My grandfather was a radio guy. My grandfather would like sit on a tree and like put on the radio. And we had this old, the only TV my grandfather agreed to have yeah. <laughs> was this old, you know, the box one that like closes with doors. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's that one. And we didn't watch a lot of like CDs and stuff. So, I had, she, I like to call her my aunt, even though she's my mom's cousin. Yeah, so she's my aunt. Um, me and my aunt would go around, but she was like a lot younger. Yeah. So me and her would go around to like our neighbors and like we would watch like all the Genevieve and like Ramsey Noah films and like the Genevieve and Mikai K films and like all those ones. And like we would hide. I think we even watched Blood Sisters like through the window somewhere yeah. else. Because my grandparent, my grandfather caught us when trouble. Oh. Uh, we left the house and we didn't tell anybody and it's because we went to go and watch film. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that we ever really did was watch, like my mom and I, we used to watch like telenovelas, yeah. all those AIT telenovelas at like 9 p.m. Oh. So yeah, that was it. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, this is not even now. I just like, I was raised on like a lot of eclectic movie thingies, oh. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, like now, what would you say you have a particular genre that you enjoy or you're like open to pretty much um, a range of content? With Nollywood? Um, yeah, with Nollywood, with um, just general like programming. I okay, guess. in general, with movies in general, I'm a diehard romantic movie stand. I like love. I like watching people fall in love. It's the cutest thing ever. But with Nollywood... It's with Nollywood that I'm like really gung ho about exploring a bunch of other type of genres because I feel like we've done the romance rom com thing a lot, and um, in the past we've done it really well. Yeah. We had iconic couples for crying out loud. Mm. Like we had iconic pairings. There was the RMD Stella Damasos pairing. There was the Javier and Ramzino pairing. There was even the Javier and Emekaiki pairing, which I didn't really like. Um, yeah. There was the Tonto Diki and I think Mike was he Mike is real or Mike um, the other guy. No, so Joby. I think both of them. They were like they were like really iconic pairings. Yeah. Like we did we did romance really well back in the day. Like we did romance really well. And I feel like we can still do romance now, but it would be nice to have our actors, you know explore the things give them the opportunity to explore the facets of like their, their craft yeah like i mean there's a lot that our actors can do we have some really talented guys here and women you know mm. and it's like i would just really appreciate if they were given the chance to show their range yeah and for the audience to explore other things like i get the argument that the audience likes a certain thing in the in the cinema but like have we really been given a chance yeah to enjoy other things. So Hollywood, I am a vast variety of like genres. Okay. I think it's needed now. Yeah. 
think why, it's the next why, step. Why do you think it's needed now? Why now? I think it's the next step in the progression of our industry. Hmm. We, we do we do the um, rom-com glitz and glamour thing. We've done it well. We've shown that we can do it. Yeah. We 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 know that we can do it. Haba. Now I work with that now. Hmm. But we we've not really explored to a large extent. Yeah. You know. And the reason why we can do the rom-com glitter is because we've done it a lot. Mm. You know? We know what works, we know what doesn't work, at least to a large extent. At least to a large extent, we know what works and what doesn't work with, like, the rom-coms and which pairings would... But, like, we haven't given ourselves the, the chance to explore these things. We probably haven't given ourselves the chance to explore, like, tragedy and, like... Drama, like drama that is serious drama, you know, mm. not even dramedies. Like, have we really explored, like, you know, drama with like comedy? And it's like, okay, are we? I want us to explore a bunch of things. We have re- our stories, our we are Nigerians, basically, our lives, is, our lives are dramedy, mm. our faces serious issues, or we're we, we laugh the way on, and we have incredible stories. Just the everyday Nigerian has incredible stories. To tell, and I'm sure that our actors have incredible stories. So, and it would just be great to see those stories told in cinema. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you mentioned yeah, like um, part of this next phase for the industry will be to explore these other genres. Like, what other um things are you expecting from this next phase? Mmm. Mmm. I'm also explore. I'm. I'm. Ex- I'm expecting that we. How do I put this? We are sharing a new generation of actors. Okay. Our our we 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 sort of have gotten into the habit and and we by we I mean Nollywood have sort of got into the habit of um phases. Yeah. Like our actors coming in phases. Like we have phase one Nollywood, phase two, like we had first generation Nollywood with like the and the and the Manuel Udoko and all of those guys, you know. Mm. And then you had like second generation with like Ramsey and you know, you know. And then you have like third generation with like them Mekaike and Chimike and blah 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 blah. And then you have these guys yeah. now, and we're seeing—I hate to say it—like we're seeing the same ten to fifteen faces yeah. in all the mainstream work, mm. you know the movies that make it to the cinemas, that make it to the streaming services, we're seeing the same 10 to 15 faces. And I, ah, let it not be said that I don't want these people to get their bag because they can be in their bag. Mm. But it's like, I wish we would move away from our industry being in phases and just having like a wide variety of actors. Yeah. Young, old, you know, with different skill sets and have the industry rely on star power yeah. versus because i feel like a lot of our films are like individual it's based on like the individuals that are in the film versus the story yeah you know i want for the industry to move to to be at a point where what sells a movie what makes people want to see a movie is the story that's been told versus the people who are in it huh. because when that happens we we wouldn't need the same ten to fifteen faces all the time. There would be a lot more, you know, opportunities for new upcoming actors and actresses 
to be given a shot yeah uh you know leading uh, being like the lead role maybe like the main supporting actress or whatever in the role just something you know uh. and not have to feel like the success of the movies on their show that's because they are not particularly well known yeah and instead what the success of the film will be riding on is the story yeah you know? that's why i hope for this next phase oh and i also hope we get a lot more like children like child actors yeah i don't feel like i don't feel like nollywood has fully explored young adult cinema yet uh. and i don't even mean like oh babies I mean, like teenagers, we haven't fully explored. We never really had that. You know how a lot of like our teenage years, I don't, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but a lot of our teenagers was influenced a lot by like foreign media. Huh. You know, we were watching Disney, we were watching Nickelodeon, we were watching all of that. And that's because we, some of us had cable, right? Yeah. We didn't have a lot of like really targeted at young adults. We probably only had like, I need to know with Funka Kindele. And that, that, that wasn't around for a very long time. Oh. Um, what else did we have? Maybe in recent times we had MTV Sugar, but it wasn't exactly young adult. Yeah. And it's not MTV Sugar, the Nigerian one, the Nigerian seasons. They weren't exactly young adults. They weren't like teenagers. We don't, I don't think we had any, we have any like targeted. Because I feel like that's that's a, a, a hole in the industry that needs to be filled. Yeah. But what do I know? I don't know anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, you know, like same way, same way our our music has become quite international, people are accepting mm-hmm. it. Same way that the filmmakers feel um yeah, our film should be getting to that place where it's Nollywood's turn. Yeah. So yeah. both filmmakers See, and also yeah. the press and audiences sometimes, you know, they talk about um the authentic african story mm-hmm. our story by us this that this that mm-hmm. um to you what does that mean mm. i mean i'm a story by us person okay with fashion break it um, down <laughs> i'm a story by us person with fashion however i to a large extent i agree with them but i feel like movies music and fashion they probably sh- our music that is and our fashion and our movies should have all blown up at the same time yeah if stuff was working the way it was supposed to work you know because a lot they're intertwined mm. which i think is something that's missing right now in hollywood is the integration of our fashion industry our movie industry and mm. the music industry together yeah which is what a lot of like the international entertainment industry does as a whole like the creative industries elsewhere does you know designers are in, in, are in films they're collaborating people in you know musicians are collaborating yeah. you're seeing take for instance now they're promoting the new elvis movie the new elvis Presley movie and they literally just i just saw a snippet of doja cat she's yeah. apparently doing one of the songs on the soundtrack yeah you know it's those things it's like Adele did James Bond, and it's like a thing, right? There's this integration, which is why you would you would have musicians show up at the Oscars because mm. they're nominated for best. It's that lack of an integration within all these three industries, and it's why now Afrobeats and like the Nigerian music industry is blowing up, and Hollywood's like, okay, but do we deserve it? The time in the spotlight, which we do, mm. but like 
they're fragmented and they shouldn't be. They should be like this, you know? Because yeah. I feel like music is a huge, plays a huge role in the storytelling. I feel like it's a storytelling device, especially with film. Yeah. I don't know for a lot of people, but for me, music is a huge part in how I enjoy a, a film or a TV series. I attach a lot of my memories to sound. Oh. Um, for instance, I'll give a, an example with like um, the Naked Convos, um, their Little Black Book series on on YouTube. Yeah, there's an episode. I don't know if it's episode three, four, five, four or three, one of two, when Leo is sick and Taddy looks after him. And she's in his house and he's woken up and whatever and they were having a conversation and she was reading a book and they end up falling asleep. She ends up falling asleep in his bed and they fall asleep together. Yeah. And that little scene, there's a song that's played and every time I hear that song, I think of that scene. Every time I think of that song, oh. I think of that scene. And I, when I, I knew it really affected me <laughs> was when that series made it to Amazon Prime. And yeah. I think because of licensing issues, they didn't have the same music. And so when I was watching it on Amazon Prime and it was just like a random filler, like, sound underneath, I was like, mm, this scene doesn't, this, this scene isn't eliciting the same emotions that it does when I watch it on YouTube. Mm. And the only thing that was different was the music. The music, music does a lot in like the telling of a story. It, 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 it heightens the emotions, yeah. right, that you're supposed to feel in the scene. And I feel like, I think that's a lot of my main issues with a lot of Nollywood films right now, is wow. I'm supposed to be feeling stuff. And 90% of the time, well, that's a huge number, um, <laughs> 75% of the time, I, I disconnect emotionally for me with what I'm seeing on my screen. Mm. Not that the acting is bad. Yeah. Not that the dialogue is horrible. I'm just not connecting. And for me, mainly, is there's no music to heighten up that emotion that I'm yeah. feeling. And it's like, auntie, you're supposed to be feeling something. They're supposed to be. And it's just not. Yeah. There's that lack. And I, I hate that fragmentation. And I hope more and more of no, our music, because our music is great. We have some really talented music producers. And like, score, I'm sure we have talented people who can do scores and like do soundtracks for us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. So, um, is it is it more of you know the for that type of music or even like um modern Afrobeats um songs and all that? See, let's, let's not underestimate our value. I appreciate um I feel like everyone's doing the fella type of music now because of I hate to say this, but because of how that the other they fall. The cowboy music where they do the the, the movie and they do uh, let us uh, come into the room to start what we're supposed to do or whatever. What, how does that song go, the fella song? Let us start what we're supposed to do or something. Ejeka Berry, I think that's mm. the song. And everyone's using it. And it was, it was used really well in How Did They Fall. Mm. And I feel like everyone's getting on the fella wave. I feel like it's great. I mean, it's fella. And his music is evocative. It's emotive. But we have some really good emotive musicians right now, and some incredible talented perform and producers. Kobam Zasukwa would murder, yeah, on on a score for a film. Like, come on now, we have some really talented producers, and like even our artists and like our singers. 
Um, uh, what's her name? Bungu kick, bungu Why is my God, my brain is dead? Um, Jessica Bongos. Jessica Bongos. Jessica Bongos would kill on the soundtrack for a song. Mm. Um, Jarele Buka would kill on the soundtrack for a song. The cavemen would kill on the soundtrack for a movie. You know? Yeah. We have some really, we have some really good artists who would kill for you know, and they would do amazing. Yeah. It's like movie soundtracks. I mean, because I just tell them what the, the emotions that we're supposed to be feeling in this scene is. I'm sure they can come. I mean, because that's their work anyway. That's their job anyway. Yeah. Music is supposed to make you feel stuff anyways. They write songs that are supposed to evoke certain emotions in the listener. Yeah. And so they can do the same with film in collaboration with filmmakers. Yeah. You know, I think that's missing. Oh, and also our fashion industry needs to be collaborating more with our movie industry everybody's keeping to themselves and it's not nice yeah. <laughs> we, we need to do better so we can be better yeah okay so let me ask you right um i mean i think one of the reasons why um, our music has you know kept kind, kind of going far in the world is also the fact that some of these um indigenous record labels um are kind of connected to the bigger ones so it, the integration mm -hmm. is a lot better um mm -hmm. i guess in that regard for the film industry that will work better of course with the coming of brands like um or platforms like netflix and amazon it will try to know, know, heighten industry. yeah but is it just the thing that um our budgets are just not there because now we're talking about like global brands handling the portfolios of these artists and mm -hmm. us wanting to um integrate all these um nigerian authentic nigerian mm -hmm. songs in our films and mm -hmm. i mean it requires money yeah i can tell you that <laughs> I'm, 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 money. i i agree i agree yeah i'm about money to like um you know lock lock sound for my my first um feature and um there's a there's a piece of music it's one minute it's not the whole thing and um the management were calling um seven figures yeah for one minute you know so um what would you say in that regard is it just a thing that yeah the film budgets are just not there to you know fully explore um these other aspects these other collaborations because at the end of the day money talks and i mean to be honest you know yeah it does no 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 it's not even a it's not even a, a does it it does it does it's a lack of funding has been a major problem mm. for nollywood because we need the money yeah to be able to do the things that we need to do and, and while the entrance of, of companies and brands like netflix and amazon prime and whoever else wants to come in um, it's great yeah they need to shell out the cash uh -huh. they they need to they, they need to open their pockets wide yeah. and shell out that money because we need it we need it to make films that are to standard that are undeniable uh -huh. 
you know yeah. it's like this is not a oh it's good for a nigerian film mm. we need to get to the point where it's just it's a bloody good film nigerian or not yeah. it's just a bloody good film and to a large extent you need money to make that happen you mm. really do so i agree they need to open their pockets and empty it if they have to because mm-hmm. the Truth is, they won't even empty their pockets. Yeah, I hate to say it, but our our money with regards to like the exchange rates, naira versus dollar, is piss poor. So, if we if we if we truly are going to get the money that we need, honestly, probably won't be a drop in the bucket as there are other projects elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. you know, currency wise, that is. Yeah, because the thing is, it it's all kind of a. A circle, you know. Um, these filmmakers make their films, and then it's mm. a thing of whether Nigerians go to see it or not. How much mm. they are able to rake in the box office, how much they, how much they keep for themselves, and how much they reinvest it into their next films, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, for you, I mean, I, I, you know, following you on social media, you kind of have this um, belief in. Nigerian films, even when they let you down, um, what is it for you? Why do you keep coming coming back? I'm, uh, I love Nollywood, though. Let's not even see. However much I rag on them and I and I say, ah, this film was nonsense or ah, this scene was horrible or whatever, I really love Nollywood. Hmm. There was a time when I stopped watching Nollywood, and I feel like if you ask every Nigerian, there was a time when they stopped watching Nollywood because. I was like in the mid 2000s because I recognized the talent that we have. Yeah. We did Crystal. And I feel like that our Chris is what makes us special. Mm. And I just wish it could translate better. Yeah. In our films. And it's gonna happen. I believe so. I hope so. Otherwise, then egg on my face. But I really, I really am optimistic for Nollywood. Mm. We're great. We're amazing. We're incredibly talented. From writers to actors to directors. You know, we're really, really talented people. Mm. We're insanely creative. Given, especially given the situation in our country. Yeah. And all the odds that are stacked against us. We're literally, we're literally a rose that grew from concrete. Uh-huh. And it's beautiful to see, which is why I'm like a huge supporter. Because it's like, it's beautiful to see all that we, we managed to spring forth mm. despite adversity. Yeah. And still spring forth, even with like the current like lack of funds. And the fact, lack of funds that have always existed. We still made films. I mean, old Nollywood made living in bondage. Yeah. Severely underfunded. FX was horrible. But we made a film. That is a cult legend. That thing is a legend. And we continued to make films. Despite the lack of funds. Despite the issues with locations and shooting and, and technical stuff cameras and all of that we still made films back then and we're still making films now yeah it's that perseverance that's like really cool to see and it's like why won't you support they're making the films yeah 
it's amazing to see. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, with with this whole industry, the the way it works is, you know, filmmakers make films. It goes to cinema. The audience show up. So, um, mm-hmm. from your point of view, what is it that the um filmmakers can do better? Do you think it's a case of um rush work? Is it that because you watch you watch um let's let's use Hollywood. You watch Hollywood stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like you switch off this side of your brain, you watch Hollywood stuff, then mm-hmm. you turn on this other one and watch Hollywood stuff. Um, and you, if you want to put the two side by side, two different countries, all Completely that, different. you know, um, what, what do you think these filmmakers, these studios should be doing to close that gap so that, you know, we are at that level um, in terms of craft, in terms of um, technical um, know-how? Mm. I see. I don't know a lot about technical know-how because <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not a filmmaker, so yeah. I don't know what needs to be done to close that gap. Um, uh, okay. See. Okay. There's something I know that needs to be done: the support for the arts and the creatives. Yeah. Support we don't, I don't think we have like a government. They should pour. They should. They should. They should open their money. Mm. Take for instance, like it's not like the scholarships are great because again, it's Nigeria and they like they can abandon students anyhow. But <laughs> but it's like when you hear of like funds and funding and scholarships and grants, if if it's not in like health services, it's in like engineering. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever seen of like a fund for the creative arts, yeah. you know? There's no support. Our universities don't... Back in the day, theatre art department in OAU was legendary. Yeah. If you went to Ife and you went to the theatre art department in Ife, you were a thespian. Put it back training ton here. Yeah, you are, a, you are trained. <laughs> Our creative industry has grown beyond the stage, though. You know, mm. and our training needs to reflect that. People who want to be actors, filmmakers, filmmakers, photographers, um, ADs, DPs, all of that, they can't go to school for theater arts. Yeah, they really can't. They can't. They can't train for stage work. They need to train for camera work, editing. That they need the technical know-how. Yeah. And we don't have the schools, the, you know, that that support that knowledge and, like, give that knowledge and provide that training. We don't have that. And yeah. we need that, yeah. you know? We, that's what, I think that's what we need, at least from my opinion. I don't know what else. But we really need the support from the government and, and a restructuring of, like, our educational system with regards to, like, the arts. Yeah. And bring it to the 21st are we in the 21st or the 22nd century? Which one are we in? Um, 21st. Ah, okay. I'm bringing it to the 21st century. <laughs> it needs to, it need, we need an update. Yeah. We really, a lot, especially in like the creative arts. Like, even with like, I, I studied mass comedy. And it's still dated to a mm. large extent. It's still dated. We've gone beyond, I mean, even though radio, radio is still holding on, but we've gone beyond radio, learning how to do radio and broadcast. 
yeah. and writing news. We've gone beyond that. There, there's a whole lot that can be explored. You know, I, I feel like we, our, especially the education of like our creatives, needs to be brought forward and updated and funded. Yeah. It, it all boils down to money. Yeah. At the end of it all. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think um, you know, some of these schools are popping up. You know, but like some of them, it's it's pretty much um one month courses three months courses one year courses you need more than that don't you yeah yeah something that they can probably study for undergrad so like at least three four years you know you're, exactly. you're going to be a bit versed when you mm -hmm. study something for four years you, you have done practicals and all that and then you go and do internships and you do like yeah. a year-long internship and you do a placement it's yeah. a whole thing yeah you know yeah very important yeah and i mean for the government part of it like i think a low-hanging fruit you it know how government give um tax breaks to like companies mm -hmm. that do stuff i mean they they could put that um tax towards the creative arts you know um it's also about messaging you know we can sell nigeria abroad and people will show up you know it's it's something that exactly. tends to happen over a course of time and it's not it's not so hands-on it's intangible you know so people mm -hmm. don't tend to take it seriously but mm. yeah um hopefully they'll receive sense soon and um do they need amen to... amen yeah. amen amen yeah amen yeah. because it needs to happen but like story-wise i don't think we should close the gap i don't want nigerian films that look like and feel like hollywood films you say what? I don't. I don't think we should close the gap story-wise uh. with international films. Technically wise, I agree. But like with our stories, nah. I don't want to watch a Nigerian film that sounds like, reads like, watches, feels like, whatever, like a Hollywood film. I don't want. It. Okay, so I understand what you say. You Maybe don't. You I don't want. I don't want. It. I really don't. You don't want one that reads like, but um, okay. So if I ask you, what is the essence of a Nigerian story? Like, how different is it? Our lived experiences. That's what's different. Hmm. Our lived experiences are what is different. I, we, the Nigerian lived experience is incredibly unique. There's no. I'm sorry. Even in Africa. There is no lived experience that's like Nigerian lived experience. Mm. Nobody say, can say they've lived what a Nigerian has lived. Yeah. And I don't mean in the negatives or mm. even in the things that we find humorous, even in the even even with our jokes. And you think that some of these um things get missing in movies that try to um, feel you know, like not yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, because then all it is is an imitation yeah. of a lived experience that isn't yours. Hmm. Like I, like when you watch Nigerian new Nigerian films now, there's a detective who is flipping notepad and uh, looking for forensic, <laughs> <laughs> looking for forensic evidence. Well, that is <laughs> God. I hate this for myself. Wow, that is amazing to see. And maybe it's a storytelling device or whatever. I wish Nigerian police officer carries notepad mm. and is writing. 
and he's checking for forensic evidence. But so how do Nigerian police officers um, investigate stuff? You, <laughs> you, I will not answer that. <laughs> we all know how a Nigerian police officer acts. I said they tell you to write statements, and that's it now. Exactly. <laughs> Now you go right up, not be there, go right up. Oh. How about now? Nah, but like really, I just I just feel like they, they don't they don't give me a poor imitation of an of a lived experience that isn't yours. Because you can tell. Because that's what it now becomes, is an imitation. You know? Yeah. When you're telling a lived experience that is yours, you know, that you're familiar with, you know that there is coming from a place of authenticity. Oh. You know? Versus when you're when you're trying to portray a lived experience that isn't yours, it feels false. Yeah. That's what it is. So I don't want that gap to be bridged. I want to watch Nollywood films that technically are on par with, you know, Western media. I'm all for that. But like, that's what is going to bring Western media anyway to our door to our doorstep now. Mm. It's the difference in stories, anyways. Yeah. You know, they want to watch the lived experience of these people who are different from them. Mm. It's why I respect Bollywood so much. I'm a Bollywood stan. You see, Bollywood people. They would tell the story their, their own. Oh. Even when they are doing a, a crime movie, a, there's this movie on Netflix, everyone's been talking about it. I want to watch it because I, I haven't gotten a chance to, but I want to watch it. And it's about this woman who like grew up in the slums and now she's like a big deal. And I want to watch it. It's Ali Abbas. I've never seen Ali Abbas do a, a role that serious. She's usually in like the light-hearted rom-com non um bollywood film mm. i'm excited to see ali do that and it's like it's great but they, they will still remain intrinsically in india you can't take it away from them yeah. the bollywood tamil filming the bollywood industry the tamil film industry the telugu film they are they will they will, you will see their south asianness mm. in the stories that they are telling yeah whether or not it is a premise that is different from what we associate them with mm. it is still the story that they are telling go, go, go. Yeah. It's still india and Telugu and Tamil. Mm. It's just what it is. Yeah. So I don't want us to lose that. If we lose that, we've lost the plot. Okay, so you know, I've been pretty much talking about like um, commercial films. Let's talk about art films. Have you watched um, some Nigerian art films? And what are your thoughts? I've watched some. Okay. Um, do you want to talk I, about them? I've watched some. I've watched, wait, God, why should I say some? I've watched one. Okay. Through no fault of mine. But because it's not available to me yet. Okay, um, which one is that? When the festival runs. When the festival. I haven't seen um, Juju stories. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Because I've not got any chance to see it yet. Yeah. The only one I've seen is um, Lost to Kuroshi. Okay. Is there, please, what else is an art film? Just call so maybe I've seen them and I don't know. Um, I, I don't even know if um, a Fair is an art film. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know if it is, but it's not It's not meant to be commercial. But have you seen a Fair? I haven't. Again, it's not available to me yet. I mean, I think the Criterion um, DVD just came out, so you can order on Amazon. But where I won't watch DVD, I don't get you find somewhere now. Okay, <laughs> I don't have DVD player. I don't have TV. So what am I supposed to watch? Okay, so let's use um, Lost of Kuroshi as the point of contact to all the art films. What 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 are I your thoughts? I enjoyed Lost of Kuroshi. 
Yeah, why did you enjoy it? Like, what about it? It was very Nigeria. Oh. And I don't mean about the masquerade, though. Yeah. It wasn't the masquerade bit that was very Nigerian, even though that was. But that wasn't what was it. It was like, it was it was everything, you know? Huh. It was seeing Chibetalago under a tree, sat there. Because that's what men of his age do. Huh. You know? There's no, I don't think no person in Nigeria has ever said it's not seen an old, a middle-aged, older Nigerian man sit under the tree in the daytime slash late evening. Yeah. Drinking. It's something you're familiar. That's what it was with the end with Lost Okoroshi. It felt familiar. Yeah. The 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 room that the lead and his wife lived in felt familiar. Yeah. You know. The fact that he was in the market dancing and people were, you know, it felt familiar. Yeah. Even the market felt familiar. That was what. So even though it was an art film and it was dealing with a subject that was artsy, it didn't feel like they were trying to be. This is an art film. Yeah. You're not supposed to understand it. It felt familiar. Yeah. You know, there were scenes and and scenery and setups that felt like the regular Nigerian experience, and that's what I mean about like the lived experience. Yeah. It just felt right, you know. It didn't feel strange mm. or uncomfortable. Yeah. And it could have, if they didn't do all that they did to make it look and feel like a regular Nigerian society, and like these are regular Nigerian people, you know, somebody like him, and where he works as a security guard. Mm. It's just you know people like that. You've yeah. seen them. You're familiar with them. So even though they were dealing with him being a masquerade and what that meant and like just felt right. Yeah. A secret society that has a billboard. How um what is more Nigerian than that? Uh-huh. We love billboards. We love signs. Yeah. We love signposts. How are you a secret society that has a signpost? It's so Nigerian. Yeah. It didn't feel strange that they had a signpost. So like all the other artsy themes and everything were a lot more digestible. Yeah. Because it felt familiar. But yeah, I would love to see more art films. I'm just not an art film girl, but I need to see. Uh-huh. I'm a lover of the art, so I just don't like art films. <laughs> but the main reason that they feel pretentious. Okay. And they take it too serious. Uh-huh. And is that is that the essence of art films? Do you feel it's just something some people do, or that's the whole essence of art films that they are always I feel pretentious? Like that's the essence of a lot of art films and like indie films. <laughs> and I mean, to a large extent, I understand why. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one else is taking them seriously, so they have to take themselves seriously. Mm. <laughs> but like, I just, I also don't like to think. Yeah. When I'm watching, I just like I to feel with the music and you know. I know I like to feel. That's the difference. Yeah. Even with books, so when I say I read, people are like giving me, you know, dramas, serious, serious books to be reading, and I'm like, let me not like people. I just like romance books. Yeah. It might seem like how oh, I should read trashy novels, and why she always reading love, love books. I'm 
I'm sorry. I did, I did, I did come here. I, 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 for me, entertainment is escapism. Yeah. I'm not about to be struggling through a book. Mm. I came here to enjoy myself and enjoy myself. I will. I want to feel something, yeah. and it doesn't mean I can enjoy myself on the like it's lighthearted or whatever. Even if it's like something that's really painful, yeah. I just want to escape. I just actually want to feel, feel the emotions rather than have to think about them. Mm. Like I'm dissecting what that scene meant because you people didn't really show me what it means. Yeah. Haba. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that's how I feel about art films. But I'm, 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 I want art films from the Nigerian perspective. If they're done, like most of the was done. Hmm. Okay, so like, mm-hmm. if you had to, if you had to, like, um, give art filmmakers um piece of advice, you know, like the industry is pretty, pretty young and. The art film scene is very young. Um, in order for them to cultivate their audience, know their audience, be able to access this audience, and you know, um, to get to get like the support or the viewership, what would you advise them to do? How can they make that a bit more um, accessible to the audience? That's just it. Make it accessible. <laughs> You don't Not make it up for them. Not for real. It's make it accessible to the audience. Make it feel familiar. You're dealing with... Deal, that's what, I think that's what it is. Deal with issues that feel familiar to the Nigerian audience. Well, tell it artistically the way you want to. I don't know. I just feel like you can deal with your artsy, weird... Um, off off center themes yeah but give us something that feels familiar because at the end of the day people like to see themselves yeah in films you know i don't want to see i don't want to be looking at characters and be like i don't recognize anyone like that Mm. you know even if i don't see myself i want to see people that i know or that i know of or that I've seen one time, mm. I'm like, ah, I, I, I know one person like that. And Chuchuna, so that person will be. Just people want to feel like they are part of the story. Yeah. You know, to a large extent. Part of the world that you have created. Yeah. So give us that. Don't, don't, don't rob us of that feeling mm. because you're trying to make an art film. Okay. But make the art film, so make it all. Because at the end of the day, if you don't make it, Nobody else will make you. I'm a, I'm a huge reformer of creators just making stuff. I haven't made anything else. But make stuff. It's important. Just make it. We have come to the end of this episode. Remember to rate and review the podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Selegal Film and the podcast at the Niger Film Pod to share your feedback. You can now support the podcast by visiting the website to donate. See you on the next episode. Have a good one.